Jeff Foxworthy here for the Golden Corral and the Ramley Beach Cast. Every Saturday morning is our Preggers Brunch. Every pregnant woman gets a free pass to do whatever she wants free of charge. And one lucky customer will find a diamond dish engagement ring in our chocolate wonderfall. That's America. Go ahead, reach your hand in there, honey. The only thing not on the menu is your dignity. Steak? Ribs? We got it. Ribs stuffed with steak? Something only a pregnant woman would ask for. Cake swamped in a puddle of tears due to a missed anniversary? You bet. We got an ice cream bar full of toppings. Don't worry, honey. You put that pickle relish on that ice cream, you got a free pass. There's a dumpster out back. She's going to leave all her regrettable decisions later. And in case you go into labor, or you just want to make room for more, every Golden Corral is outfitted with brand spanking new eight-stall bathrooms with a changing in labor station. So come on down to the Golden Corral and enjoy this episode of the Rambling Beach Cast. size hardcovers of all the Star Wars stuff. I can't bring myself to buy that $75 omnibus. A lot of money. Like the old, uh, I guess they're the old Marvel comics. Yeah. The they don't count one. anymore. They don't count. Well, they never counted to begin with. There were like a bunch of weird things. Oh, you mean like the, the old Marvel, like the old yeah. school. Yeah, they have like two or three omnibus books that they've put out reprinting all of those old Marvel issues. There's like some giant space rabbit or something in one of them. Oh, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson. I'll tell you what, that's a terrible character, but if they ever made an action figure of him, I'd be all over that. (laughs) Without question. San San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Speaking of that, I lucked out. I don't know how I did this. I was I was in meetings all day Tuesday. And that's when the damn like Hasbro convention exclusives went up went up online. Yeah. And I really wanted the the girl from uh, Rogue One, but the only thing different about her toy was the package. So I didn't really care that much that I didn't get that. But uh, number one, I got the Raft box set. that has all those villains in it and like a really inspiring sculpt. I also got the Kylo Ren with the the head sculpt and the charred Vader mask and the First Order banner. Yeah, I I got him, yeah. I got the Obi-Wan with the Leia. I hate you. Yeah. I was so excited. It shipped the other day. I was like, oh, I can't wait. It's coming in tomorrow. I I sat there refreshing. I was like refreshing my browser and and everything just went to a crawl. And I managed to get Obi-Wan and Kylo Ren in my cart and went to pay. And I had everything set up too. Like I had already logged into PayPal, right, to like make it as quick as possible. Yeah. And finally got the browser to load. And clicked pay, and it said error. Uh, 
some items are out of stock. See, I had the power of a, of a lightly used school network because it was on. Just <laughs> yeah. teachers were in the building. So this, this thing, now you're saying it was still slow as hell for me, but this thing was blazing fast compared to, like, I was on message boards refreshing, you know, as people were freaking out. Like, oh, come on, what? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, this is happening. This is happening. And it moves oh, my man. cart that I'm like, I got it. I got it. We should have, we should have coordinated our, our attack. Well, I was in the middle of a, of a staff meeting. I couldn't really talk. Like everyone thought I was taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there refreshing, tap, 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 tap. refreshing Hasbro toy shop and message boards. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's your tax dollars at work right there. Actually pretty embarrassed. <laughs> but I got them. I'm so excited. Uh, my, I got notice that mine shipped. I, I ordered two of the Kylo Ren uh, just because that was all that was left. So I'm hoping I can trade somebody for, for an Obi-Wan. I, I heard some people are getting the, the Princess Leia figure, but it's not completely translucent. Like they went ahead and painted the faces like <laughs> flesh colored or whatever. What? Yeah. Yeah. Some of them look awful. Oh, that's not good. They had a couple cool looking Transformers. Yeah, I just you know, I've never really been into Transformers. I don't know why. Even when I was a kid, I owned GoBots. I mean, I don't know what it is. I've just never liked Transformers. Yeah. I liked the. I had an original Optimus Prime, like an original metal Optimus Prime. I yeah, I had one of those when I was a kid. And now you look at them, and they're just like, like this is the cheapest plastic we could find. That's been painted by Chinese children with some lead-based substance, and. Uh, Shipped and now it costs twenty five dollars. I have like a cool little Jedi display going. Okay, getting really cool. And one thing I really want, like as much as I hate those five point of articulation figures, one of the few things I really think they did well were the Jedi Temple guards. Okay. Yeah. Those things go for like seventy dollars on eBay. Little five piece enemy. I went to like a trading forum and like I have uh, in box unpunched. No, no, it's punched, but an in box Commander Fordo, like Arc Trooper, the red one with the two different helmets mm. from Vintage Collection. And uh, a company I bought something from eBay accidentally sent me an unpunched Ala Sakura Vintage Collection. Those things, uh, you know, I, I hate scalpers, so I don't, you know, I got that one by accident. I was, I'm hoping to trade them. I'd rather give something to a collector that gives me something I want, but no one's biting. I'm like, I will trade one for one. I just want a Jedi temple guard and no one's got someone to trade. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. That angers me. Well, something at that price, even like that order 66 toy store would probably might, might have something. I I went, I went in there The I I called you that time I went in there Uh and when I was walking through the store, there was this this guy, and you know they send out people. They, they have people that they just hire. They pay the you sixteen know, year olds cash to go out to these garage sales, and this guy came in with a giant garbage bag full of just Star Wars stuff, like toys uh. and collectibles, and and uh, the guy, <laughs> the owner, started looking at me kind of funny. Cause I was, I was like looking at the, I was watching them talk about what, what, what they had and everything. He's like, so how much, how much, do, how much do you want for it? And he's like, well, I don't know. It's like, well, you know, you, you brought me good stuff before. So I was like, oh, 
200 bucks. All right, here you go. So he just paid like 200 bucks for this bag of toys and he took it in the back so no one could see what was in it. It's like, you are definitely going to scalp those. They did have a lot of hard to find stuff though. I will say that. And and I like I don't mind stores like that when they have hard to find stuff that's you know from 5 years ago or 10 years ago. It's where they have current stuff and they're just going and raiding all the stores. That and buying yeah. it all to to scalp it. Yeah. Cuz right. there was not a single 6-inch black series figure that was not that was not less than $40. Uh and I'm talking like just your basic first order stormtrooper. I mean, everything yeah. was. Do you remember thirty nine during that time? You were okay. Hey, oh, Mary says she's ready. Come on. Yes, I was in the elevator, so that's why I figured I probably would be a little spotty for the first like fifteen seconds. I'm spotty most of the day. So. It's not that Friday night Lamaze class be bumping. No, it's the work grind, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I work at night. So I work eleven thirty to eight. So well, I'm a working girl too. Oh. Uh, the night shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This oh yeah, this is Seth. This is like one of my best friends from college. And then Seth, this is Mary, who this makes me feel really old. I've known Mary since she was, I guess, like twelve, and now um, she's like now she's like all grown up and about to have a kid. Do you want me to make you feel even older? Because I guarantee you it wasn't twelve because fifth grade band like mouthpiece testing is yeah. when i met you for the first time how because i wasn't was i at that <laughs> yeah how though? no like the language like one like you know like when the kids like went to um you know like when the fifth graders come and they like tour the like the middle school yeah you know what I'm talking about? yeah yeah you were there when i was there and we were talking about mouthpiece testing and all that stuff because I was going to play flute, and then I ended up going to karaoke, and Jeff was like, uh, yeah, we have enough flutes. You're not playing flute. You're playing clarinet. And I was like, okay, f- you, but cool. Can, <laughs> I a- that? can I say that on your podcast? Yeah. Sorry. No, you, you <laughs> okay. can't, Seth. We'll just make more work for Seth, so it's okay. He could edit it. Oh, okay. yeah. oh sorry. That's you a- know, I was like... I was like, thanks. I don't want to, you know, I want to play flute. And then he was like, no, you're playing clarinet. Deal with it. I need clarinets. And I was like, okay. And then the rest is history because that's my instrument. That makes me really upset that you could have been one of my band kids. Because I think it would have been cool. And then I would have let you play flute. There's, we need a, there's okay. always enough flutes in the world. There could be a net zero number of flutes in the world. And there'd still be enough flutes in the that's world. That's true. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to try to see if I can hook you guys up through my Bluetooth. So give me just a second. Well, she's got the tunes going. She got the teeny bopper music on. Our old, old no, that was song of the... Okay. Some Bretney. Boy, the sound quality just went to complete crap now, but yeah. <laughs> Did it really? Oh, yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I can, I can move my phone. You could rest it on your stomach. <laughs> oh, no. I, got my, I have mine in my bra. Mary getting arrested. I guess I should have expected a working girl to have such a foul mouth. Mary will kick your ass, by the way. <laughs> um, okay, I came back into that at the wrong time. Why am I meeting oh, someone? He said. He said. He said. I guess. I get. He said. I guess I could have expected a working girl to have a such a, foul a mouth. bad connection, a foul mouth. When he cussed, I was like, Mary will kick your ass. If you say that. I'm like, this is Seth. Seth always toes the line with our guests, and I was like. Mary will I, kick your ass. Though. I bring the edge. I bring the edge to this podcast. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What's what is the safe word this week? <laughs> it's not life. It's... <laughs> All right, so we're having Mary on here because I was curious. Mary had a great post where she was talking about her and her husband were arguing about how many months she was pregnant, which that's amazed me because her husband's a smart guy. But like, you figure the person who's pregnant has a pretty good idea. And so I was like, there's I mean, got to be all types of questions about pregnancy that we don't understand or know. So I'll let you tell that story first, then I'll ask some of my weird questions. But go okay, ahead. Okay, well, first of all, you know, I'll just say that, you know, we all have laps in judgment sometimes, and we all make mistakes, and, you know, yeah. I just like to call him out on his and make fun of him on Facebook for it. There you go. Um, but anyways, so we were talking about giving the dogs a bath, and... um you know, every now and again, when I'm just being lazy, I'm like, I don't, I can't do it. Or I don't want to do it because I'm blank months pregnant. And he's like, and so I had just hit eight months. I was like eight months in a week or something like that. And so I was like, I can't, you know, bend over to bathe Brennan, who's our uh, white lab. You know, I was like, I'm eight months pregnant. He goes, no, you're not. You're seven months pregnant. And I was like, don't tell me how pregnant I am. I think I would know. <laughs> You know, now, I'm assuming you didn't say it like that, though. You probably said it with a lot more fire. <laughs> like, Seven yeah, months. That's like, like 12 months. Yeah, But you were like, I remember you said, I remember you were like typing. You're like, I will murder face you if you tell me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, number one, I, I will murder face you. Number two, do not ask questions. Like, he just, oh, my goodness. Sometimes, you know, he just forgets that he needs to filter it, you know? So, Did he eventually I like, conceive? Did he conceive? Yes. Like, I I was like, you know, because I, I had to talk the math to him and break it down, you know, as he would say, I had to break it down Barney style for him, for him to understand. The number zero and the yeah. number one. Were very yes. So confusing. guys, <laughs> just like, you know, it is a full nine months. Yeah. So, so you actually have to complete the nine months. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I've, I've talked to you about this before, but like, do you have, like, I actually, when I, when I teach and I talk to my kids about not touching the percussion equipment, I use pregnant women as an example. And I'm like, I don't understand why people, you know, hit percussion equipment stuff. They just walk up to it and start like swinging it around. It's like, you wouldn't like this, but people will do that. I said, if someone's pregnant, for some reason, people will go up to them and then touch their stomach. And last time I asked you that, your quote to me was no, because I think people know I would kick their ass. But have you had someone try to touch your stomach like randomly? Um, not unsolicited. I did have like this little um, like she had to be like maybe 12 or 13 year old girl. She came up to me and she asked me, you know, that's about cool. him. Yeah. Like, Is it a boy or girl? And then she was. Yeah. That's that's not, it's not it's a lot better than like a guy on the subway being like, hey. Yeah, yeah. A, 30, <laughs> like, a thirty-two-year-old podcast host coming up to check your oil or something. You know, yeah, be like, like, hey, but okay. So, like, what other stuff? Like, what are things that, like, for instance, me as a guy, like, I I know the obvious stuff are the things I see on sitcoms. What are things about pregnancy that either I don't understand or that I probably have a completely screwed up m misconception about? Um, well, I mean, I think that a lot of the things that people say are, are true, but you don't really like, you know, it doesn't really hit you as much until you're in the middle of it kind of deal. Like, it's like, I know, like, I don't sleep anymore at night. Like, I'm just like a constant napper. Like I wake up at like, you know, every two hours or so. <laughs> so I don't actually sleep all the way through the night. 
Is it uncomfortable uh, to sit good. that long for like more than two or three hours in one position at that point or? Um, well, so I'm normally, I was like a stomach sleeper. And so now obviously I can't sleep on my stomach because there's, it's like a basketball in there. <laughs> yeah. So um, pop, pop out in the middle of the night. So I had yeah. to come up with new methods. Yeah. And then, um, after like a certain amount of weeks after you you hit like the third trimester, they don't like for you to sleep on your back. So like my first trimester and most of the second trimester, my solution for not sleeping on my stomach was sleeping on my back. So now I've like gotten into that habit, but now I can't sleep on my back because of some, I guess there's some artery or something that he can roll on and it can, I don't know, something, something bad can happen if you sleep on your back. So they try to tell you not to, like you have any control over that anyway, but. Um, Wait, so you can't, so they're like, you can't sleep on your back and you can't sleep on your, like that sucks. You have to hang upside yeah, down so, now or something or what do you. Yeah. It? Yeah. You know, when you become pregnant, you turn into a part back. <laughs> and i just i just sent seth a picture of you your harry potter party so he could see how pregnant you were because like i mean right that was two weeks ago yeah Yeah. (laughs) so well so you just have to sleep on your side there's like no right yeah so now i do like this awkward like i try to sleep on my stomach with like a body pillow underneath me so that i'm still technically propped on my side so it's it's awkward and it doesn't really work um, and then Jacob sleeps like a toddler. So he sleeps like sideways in the bed and he's got one hair, you know, one hand like wrapped in my hair and then like the other hand, like trying to like hold on to me, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, then there's like a knee in my back when I finally do get comfortable. And so I have Theodore kicking me and then I have, you know, <laughs> Jacob pulling my hair and pulling, you know, kicking so me in the back. I'm like, Oh my God. So you've got basically three toddlers in the bed already. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the worst. So, so what, okay. So that, um, a question I have, I don't see like the stupid, like, and then, Oh, like well, I was going to say like one of the things that I never realized was like how you could be starving and nauseous at the same time. Like I'm so like, I get to points where I'm like, I'm so hungry. Like I could like just eat like one of everything at golden corral. And at the same time, like, you know, the smell of like oil makes me like nauseous. It's crazy. Oh, is the weird craving thing true? Like, is that just like a sitcom invention or like, do you really crave like pickles and ice cream and stuff? Um, I, you know, I just, I haven't had any weird combinations of things, but I've like craved things that I would never like more normally. Like, um, when I first trimester, I really wanted, um, Hooters hot wings all the time. And I don't <laughs> Wait, even like there you go. Wait, where? <laughs> yeah. Hot wings I thought and... I told you that when we were home. <laughs> no. Yeah, I wanted Hooters hot wings all the time. And I don't like Hooters or hot wings. <laughs> so James, I was like, like, I'll take one for the team. I'll take you to Hooters. <laughs> I have a craving like, to no, go what? see Jeff Foxworthy at Golden Corral. Take me to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, what we do is like, so, I mean, because Jacob likes Hooters wings. So he would order them like to go and then I would pick them up because I had to pass Hooters on my way home. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the thing about cravings is like, I just was like, okay, whatever. Like, I think that's an exaggerated thing. People don't really go through that. But this cherry vanilla ice cream drama, let me just tell you, for like two days straight, it was all I could think about. I went to four different grocery stores. I couldn't find this ice cream anywhere. And it had to be the Briars kind because the texture is different for the Blue Bunny one. I know I bought the Blue Bunny one. It did not work. 
-hmm. it was the worst experience Mm -hmm. ever. I thought I was going to die. I was crying in Safeway in the ice cream aisle because they had cherry vanilla ice cream. Like crying like tears of joy? Yeah, like, I mean, I was, like, full-on, like, snot running down my face. Weeping like, in the aisle. <laughs> yeah, in the, lying, in the lying down, aisle. Lying down in the aisle, just clawing at the window. Yeah, and people, yeah, people are, like, looking at me, like, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't help it. I'm just so excited I have my ice cream. <laughs> Total pregnant person, I know. I wonder so, if there are actually, like, I wonder if ice cream companies have researched this. Like, what is the ideal flavor for the pregnant woman market. Like if, if Ben and Jerry had, you know, like Ben and Jerry's Prego delight, what would be that flavor of ice cream? Do you think? Oh, I buy that. Well, I feel like that would be different for every person. So, um, with the cherry vanilla ice cream, that was kind of like a, me and my dad thing. Like my dad loves anything that is cherry related. And, but that ice cream, the Briar's cherry vanilla ice cream, he used to make me milkshakes when I was little with that ice cream all the time. And so that was like all, just randomly, I woke up one morning and that was like all I wanted. And then I told my dad about it and my dad couldn't stop laughing at me because he just thought that that was so funny and that was just the greatest thing ever that, you know, I haven't had cherry vanilla ice cream in how many years and all of a sudden I woke up one day dying for it. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't have like pickles and, and, and pizza flavored ice cream. So if it's like Ben and Jerry's fudge umbilicycle or or something you'd have to have the pregnant theme in there to get the proper flavor combination you should try you should try graters if you haven't tried graters yet that stuff's the bomb is that like a west coast thing that i'm missing out on no we had it in kentucky so maybe it hasn't but i'm pretty sure they're distributed nationwide now through maybe kroger or I know I know somebody's distributing yep. them. They have this; it's raspberry chocolate chunk, and it is uh, it is delightful. Okay, now here's here's another question I have with with that. Like one thing I've noticed: you've never gone off on me, but I've seen you go off on other people, and it's a little bit frightening. Oops. So, like, has your pregnancy done the hormone thing where like your temper is just snapped out of nowhere? Oh, okay. So you guys know. Seth, do you know what I do, like what my job is? No. Okay, so I schedule doctor's appointments for all active duty family members, retirees and their family members um, of like for military treatment facilities. So all the military doctors, I schedule their appointments. Gotcha. Let me just tell you, there are some stupid people that call in. Nick, I think I told you this um, story already, but we had a patient, she called in like full bone panic. You would think her child had like, you know, 104 temp in like, you know, chicken pox or something. The way she was freaking out. Her special snowflake had um, melted. Yeah. Yeah. She is like, she's like, I need to get my child in immediately. Like this, something seriously wrong with her. And we're like, okay, well, what's, you know, what are some of her symptoms? And she goes, oh, she's hypoallergenic. <laughs> Oh, and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, yeah, my daughter's hypoallergenic. Oh. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And, you know, so it's things like that I would normally have a little more patience for to, like, work with them. Um, but sometimes just patience breathing, I, like, want to slit their throat, you know? <laughs> um, That's like the, <laughs> and, like, the I normally who... wouldn't be like that. That's like the people who panic over the dihydrogen monoxide epidemic that's plaguing our, our, our nation right now. 
they, they, they put it <laughs> right, in everything. Yeah. Like it's in everything. Yeah, it's in it's in our water supply. It's in our food. So have you have you like? I mean, you still managed to make. I mean, have you ever just had like a moment where you just like lost it on somebody, whether it be job or not? It's like, kind of a free pass, you know. Yeah, it's like I mean, I, you do. I would use that free pass personally if I had it. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, Jacob is kind of the one who takes a hit for it the most. Um, because really, he's the only one that I I can't go off on patience, so I have to like you know bottle it up, and then I get home and like Jacob doesn't you know put away the clothes or the laundry on the table when I go to make dinner and I just like freak out on it. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah. go carry. You could go, go complete. You could go completely carry in the high school. You know, just be like in a. This like flowing river of blood, but don't mind me. I'm pregnant. I can. <laughs> All right. So I had I actually I asked teachers uh-huh. at my school who've been pregnant recently for some questions too. So these are some. Okay. Of the, I only got a few, but we had two teachers in our school, Megan Wickline and Laura Rowland. They were both pregnant last year, and uh, they they had two questions. Said number one, what is the most insulting thing that anyone has ever asked you about your pregnancy? I'm hoping we haven't hit that yeah but what's the most like insulting thing that you've ever been asked the most insulting thing i don't know i like i guess people just know their boundaries or like i have like the best rbf so people know not to mess with me <laughs> and not to ask me like stupid things so um somebody did to, like so you know there's like a little pregnancy page or whatever on um facebook for like the people in our area mm. and um Whenever you ask any questions, they usually like you know attack you like go join for no here. reason. So yeah, so well one of the things is you know like so my birthday is four days after my due date. So the last thing I want is to you know be in labor on my birthday. So you know I'm like okay what you know what did you guys do to have your baby like on time? You know what I'm saying? And they're like going off on me because I'm only 33 weeks pregnant. They're like how dare you rush your baby? Blah blah blah. I'm like uh, he's gonna. He's going to come whenever he wants to. But I guess that's, I guess those are insulting comments, not really questions. Yeah. I haven't really had any like insulting questions, I guess. Now, here's one. RPF I think, for the win. By the I'm, way, looking okay, on, I'm looking on Facebook here. I put in pregnant and it says pregnant women. 90,821 people are talking about this. Just like we are. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, like, by the way, this is off topic for a minute. But I don't think you have RBF at all but you know who who does like and i've told her this who has like severe rbf and is one of the nicest people in the world lauren roberts i guess lauren Schaffer now okay i don't know if i know who that is can i have more context she graduated with you she like she was a clarinet player she was around your age and she teaches at sullivan's island elementary now she's like one of the nicest people ever but like and me and a lot of people like sam mumford and i were talking if you just meet her like she looks mad all the time I thought mm-hmm. she went out I with Justin Buckley for like a long time. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know Justin. I didn't know Justin until her, him and Rachel started dating. Okay. So. Yeah, I think they. that was probably like maybe she graduated in like 2008 or something. Maybe it was like a year before I got there. Okay. Anyway, she, I don't think you have RBF. You usually seem pretty happy. What yeah, but I mean, that was like pre-pregnancy. Pregnancy changes you. <laughs> it changes. <laughs> I hate my life all the time. I don't yeah. sleep. Yeah, and my first child was I, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that you said it because I hear people say, oh, being pregnant is such a joy. You were like, 
I, I'm, they're screaming like, it at you. <laughs> like, you were joy. <laughs> you, I remember you said it's like you know I'm looking forward to being a mom, but this pregnancy thing is bull. <laughs> no, like I told, I told my so my mother in law. She says it all the time. She's like, oh my god, I love being pregnant. I'm like, no, like no, I hate it. Like there's literally like. I'm sorry, but and no, just to be, there's no way to justify like, you know, he moves, you know, every so often. That's cool. Okay, that is the only bonus is that I get to feel him move. But you know what? If Jacob was pregnant, I'd be like, hey, let me know when he moves, and I'll put my hand on your stomach, and then I don't have to worry about being nauseous all the time or worrying about which way that I sleep or being able to dye my hair or what I eat. Or somebody looking at me and being like, oh, you're eight months pregnant. You need, you know, no way. You don't look that pregnant. They're, you know, your baby's so small. You're going to have your baby and it's going to be tiny. It's going to have all these health problems because you're small. I'm like, what? Oh, no, that's probably, that's something super insulting. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a question. Back that was more of an insulting statement. Now, yeah. So, okay. I've been really fortunate. You know, I haven't gained a lot of weight, but he's fine. I had an ultrasound today. He's four pounds and two ounces. So, I mean, he's you know, chilling in there. Cooking along. So what, um, yeah. okay, this is another one they asked. I think you might have already answered it. Megan asked, what is the stupidest thing you've cried about? The stupidest thing I've cried about? Um, okay, this is this is actually like my favorite story about being pregnant. So here in Washington, we have nothing. Everything you know and love in South Carolina does not, food-wise, does not exist here. And anybody who knows me knows that one of my favorite things in the world is Publix bakery cake. I love like I love Publix cake. Well, one time I had this dream that my mom and I were going to an award ceremony for my brother, uh, Boy Scouts. And um, <clears throat> I was like, we should stop and get cupcakes for William's ceremony. My mom was like, no, 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 we don't have time. We don't have time. And I was like, no, mom, like, I really want these cupcakes. And she was like, no, we don't have time. So we were at the stop sign. And there was a Publix at the, like, you know, at the stop sign area or whatever. So I jump out of the car and I run into the Publix and I get the I cupcakes and I get back in the car and she's like yelling at me. And then I like go to pick up one of the cupcakes to eat them. And then I woke up and I start bawling my eyes out. Like I'm talking like, like hyperventilating, like <gasps> Jacob like wakes up and he's like looking at me and he's like, oh my God, are you okay? Out of bed. Is baby okay? What's wrong? And I was like, <gasps> you know i'm like dying crying because i'm like i didn't get to eat the cake oh my goodness and you know he's like honey like it's not like what cake what are you talking about okay so um quick sidebar i'm about to go through the gate so it'll be just a moment while i deal with these assets okay <laughs> don't go into labor sorry don't go into labor just a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have a, birth, a live birth on our podcast. Dave. That would be amazing. <laughs> to, I guess the safe word would be life. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you too. Live in Washington, the mother eats her oh. young. Sorry. <laughs> so, do you, do you, by the way, have you ever used the Pam? I remember in the office, Pam used the thing where she took like a bottle of water and dumped it on the floor and said her water broke so she could get out of a beating. Have you ever considered doing that? No, I just leave. <laughs> like, yeah. I have, it's the free car, I have man. FMLA. Like, if I don't feel good, I just leave. I mean, my boss is 
are super cool and they know um like you know uh, with all my rib issues and then i found out that i have um, what's called svt which is supraventricular tachycardia so basically my heart randomly decides to jump like my heart rate just speeds up for like no reason at all just because of the extra blood volume going on because i'm pregnant and so all of a sudden like out of nowhere i can get super lightheaded and dizzy and then just like feel like i'm going to pass out so um if that happens to me like more than once or twice you know more than twice a day then i usually call it and i'm like all right i'm gonna go home because i don't know when it's gonna happen to me again and i don't want to be driving when it happens to me so peace out homies and there's nothing they can say or do about it yeah and if they try to, they look like dicks. So, yeah, come on. Uh, if they up. try to, I can see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, oh, well, this is another question we had. Um, this is from Margaret Selby, who's an orchestra teacher. She said, "What is the thing that you most miss getting to wear, like that you don't get to wear anymore?" Um, well, I was actually really fortunate to be able to wear. Uh, so, Jacob and I have, two, you know, we had two wedding anniversaries, pretty much. Um, we got married in May and then we got married in December. So we got married for reals in May and then we had our wedding in December. Um, so every May we always go out to dinner and um, I wear the wedding dress that I got married, that we got married in, in May. So we went to a courthouse. So it's just a short little white dress, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was 21 weeks pregnant for our anniversary this year and I almost did not fit in it. And I definitely do not fit in it now. But whenever we go out, I mean, I still wear it, you know, it's just a dress to me, whatever. I mean, I would, I would have worn it to the Travis Trick concert last weekend if I, you know, could have. That's probably what I miss the most. So do you have any other pregnancy insight for males like Seth and I who have no idea what you're going through right now? Nick and I have been trying for a long time and we... And it's just not happening. Yeah. I don't think biology yeah. is going to allow I think, Nick, you, you, you stopped taking your, your vitamins. Yeah. And get back on your regimen. <laughs> Jacob has always wanted a baby, like, pretty much, we were walking down the aisle after we got married, and he's like, yeah, so can we have a baby now? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah. like He throws down the altar, he's yeah. like, all right, everyone clear the room. Priest starts, yeah. yeah. Priest yeah. is cheering you on. So, yeah, exactly. So I've just kind of been like, you know, uh, let's, you know, I was like, I want to turn 21 first. Uh, let's go, you know, on vacation somewhere you know, exotic first. Let's, you know, so I kind of pushed all the boundaries that I could push before. Um, I was like, all right, I'm out of excuses, I guess. But anyways, so he gets really excited, you know, and, and he looks at me sometimes and he just goes, you're so huge. And he, I know he means, well, you know, I know where he's coming from because he's so excited because he knows the baby's in there. And like, There's he's not no meaning context. that like. There's no context, no matter how positive you should say that to a woman ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but now I know that like when his face lights up like that and he looks at me that that's what he's thinking and he's figured it out now. So now he just says, oh, you're glowing. Yeah. Uh. There you go. No. <laughs> so, you know, just stick to the basics, you know. There's actually pants being worn. If a if like if a pregnant person puts a bra on for you, that is a huge deal. Like <laughs> you should be like, You look beautiful. Like you know, <laughs> the gods have shined down on you today. <laughs> like and then Godzilla might not, you know, come out of her. Hear that, Nick? When I put oh. on my bra, you better tell me that I'm beautiful. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, yeah. so we have a good crop of random questions today. This is one actually we'll do first. This is an anonymous one. I have not thought of my answer. Seth already has, but 
you know those Snickers commercials where they say like you're not yourself when you're hungry? So those Snickers commercials that say like you're not yourself when you're hungry. Yeah. If you they were making a commercial about you, who what actor or celebrity would play you in your angry self? I don't know. That's that's a good question. My angry self. I don't know. I feel like I'm the worst. I feel like somebody should be playing the nice version of me because I'm so angry all the time. <laughs> so the show the, Can the, we the go preg- that route? Show the no. show the pregnant you and then the non non pregnant you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Seth, you, you, you said know, you had somebody. Who was it, Seth? You said I, you had somebody. It's a little, it's a little obvious, but I would say Chris Farley. <laughs> when they had like Chris <laughs> yes. Farley going off, and oh my god, yeah, just getting crashed through the through a coffee table. Yeah, Snickers bar is in my hand. Yeah, I'm gonna eat all of you people. I think Jeff Goldblum, but I don't know. Ang- angry Goldblum isn't much different than. Calm, Goldblum. But here's the thing, though. You know how I'm really neurotic and I get obsessive about things? Like, I think angry me would just be more that way. Like, I would just start talking faster and be like, yeah, but I don't understand. I was just going, you know, and and just doing, like, I think, I I don't know. I think maybe that would be it. Mary, do you have anything? I'm still thinking. I can't think of a definite. Um, Well, I mean, I just think of, like, when I think of myself when I'm angry, I kind of, like, remind myself of, um, you know, like, Monsters, Inc., you know, Sully from Monsters, Inc. When, like, oh, yeah. Boo, like, when he scares the, sh- the crap out of that, um, like, little mannequin thing in, like, Boo season. And then she's just like, Aah! That's, like, how I envision. And then, like, you know, they play it back and he's, like, looking at himself. And he looks super scary and he realizes how scary he is. Yeah, that's, that's like, me when I'm angry, I think. Because I don't, because I get so caught up in being mad that I don't really care, like, who who's in my way, you will die. <laughs> who, would, who would you want it, who would you want it to be? Like I would want Lou Holtz to be my angry person, because there are some great videos of him online. Just going like he 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 was at Arkansas or something, and he went off on this one little reporter because she was taking uh, forever to get the, the video camera or something. Oh yeah, and he went off on this girl, and it was so he made her cry. Yeah, he made like, her cry. Yeah, he's a jerk. I think I would want it to be Wanda Sykes just because I think that she's freaking hilarious. And whenever yeah. she yells at people, she's so small that it's even funnier. So it would just yeah. be hilarious. That's a good one. I guess if I really, I mean, I'm trying to think here. I think, you know what? I mean, I'm really struggling with this. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't come up with anything. I feel like my answers are pretty lame. Like I said myself. And then, I mean, my my nice person, like, you know, would probably be like Jennifer Lawrence. There you go. Yeah, she could be the nice me, and I'll be the real me. There you <laughs> Like, I would like Samuel L. Jackson to play the mean. I know that's a stock answer, but like, like Pulp Fiction, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, he does angry pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, okay, or or Bruce Campbell. That'll be good. Like Especially the Hulk. No, no, Bruce Campbell. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. I all I heard was Bruce, and then you cut out. So I'm sorry. Uh, Bruce Campbell from from Evil Dead. Like, I think he. I'd like him maybe to do an angry version. I could. I could see that. All right, here's another one. Let's see what else we got. All right, um, this is from uh, David Brooke. If you were to die and the afterlife was a fictional universe, what would you want it to be? Like if you could pick your uh, fiction. Hogwarts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mary, that's easy for Hogwarts. Harry <laughs> yeah, Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. A world, what about where, a world where we can exercise the nuclear option on Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, wow. <Seth. laughs> Rude. Well, I would think, you know, I'm 
being as big a Star Wars fan as I am, I I would like that in a sense. But you think of all of the, the war horrible, and, horrible yeah. stuff like sanctioned slavery and all that that uh, <laughs> would would go on uh, in that universe. I, I don't know. Pick a beautiful, peaceful planet like Alderaan, and there it goes. and blow it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of of places where because all the coolest stuff. All the coolest worlds, yeah, stuff where terrible things happen, like Game of Thrones, like anything like fantasy or science fiction related. Would See, be Hogwarts is a really good answer, actually, because as much as bad stuff happened, it also had a lot of good stuff. I mean, it was a school where they allowed children to die a lot, but it was also there were good parts about it, and it was a happy place most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but you think about it, like the the war ended. Uh, like the you know the huge battle with um, Voldemort through yeah. you know Harry like that ended in like ninety seven so I was like three so by the time I turned eleven and got my Hogwarts letter like that would be so far in the past it'd be good I'd be solid yeah I guess you're right if I had to if so I had to, it would work out for me yeah if I had to pick one I guess maybe um, well I'm failing on answers Star, Star Trek wouldn't be too bad I'd get yeah I'd get so bored though I don't like Star Trek. <laughs> I know that makes me I'm not yeah I'm just not but I'm just I'm th- thinking in terms of you know for however many hundreds of years in the future the technical advances or technological advances we'd have made yeah what about living okay this is a really random one do you remember the old cartoon called Dino Riders oh yeah I would I would just to be able to ride dinosaurs around I might have that video uh, VHS. Oh, I've got a movie it. around here somewhere. Oh, I've got it. <laughs> yeah. If I could, if I could be in Dino Riders, then maybe, yeah, I think I'd like that. This is from Make Joseph. Sure you a young Earth creationist, Nick. There you go. There you this is from Joseph Campbell. I don't know, uh, Mary. How big of a Star Wars fan are you? I mean, we almost named our kid Anakin until we decided that he might get picked on in school for it. I don't know. Okay, so you're a pretty good Star Wars fan. Yeah. Okay. So well, hey, we might be able to talk about. We were, I didn't know if you were Star Wars fan. We could talk about. We could talk about. Rogue it, it is too late. We have like stuff that's like monogram and stuff. Stop. Okay. <laughs> we've, we've committed to the monogramming. It's too. It's too late. <laughs> it's okay. too late. The name is on the public's cake. We cannot take it off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so what? This is Joe Campbell's question. He says, "What happens if Anakin doesn't fall to the dark side? Like, what happens in galactic history if Anakin stays?" Good. If he doesn't make that trip to Palpatine's office and slice off Mace Windu's arm, I think. I, mean, I feel like if it oh, wasn't him, it'd be somebody else. Sorry, that was my, you know. Well, who though? Yeah, who else is the chosen one? Because, well, because Palpatine poured so many resources into turning yeah. Anakin. You, you would, Palpatine would, or I guess if Palpatine has already revealed his identity as a, a Sith Lord, then uh, maybe he would try to make up a play for. Padme's kids for for Luke and Leia at that point. Mary, do you have anything else on that? I'm I think I have a good. No, awesome. I mean I'm still thinking I'm still thinking on my expansion of that answer, but that's what I would you know if it wasn't going to be you know Anakin, it w- it would have been another major player. You know how do you know that like you know Yoda was going to turn on everyone? Yeah, you, you know what I mean. He probably would have kept. I guess well it happened before if he would have kept Count Dooku alive. Yeah. If, you know, Anakin didn't become the villain, then they just would have made somebody else that we loved. You know, how do we know that, like, you know, Padme wasn't going to flip out on all of us and she was the one really doing the Jedi mind tricks? 
You know, crazy, she's a woman, so crazy pregnancy Pre- hormones pregnant. going yeah. in there. Exactly. Yeah, she had twins, you guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> puts a lot of stress on you. One is enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, and twins un- unbeknownst to her, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, there's another one. Yeah. She's like, what the hell? That should have woken her up. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so here's what I think, actually. If we're talking about it in a, not a storytelling context, but a historical context, the, the galactic government was so rotted. Like, there was so much corruption. And so, like, as bad as that dark times were, it worked also like a forest fire to, like, cleanse and burn down. Like, like the galactic Senate and stuff was so rotted and so bureaucratically just quagmired. And, and if they found out that the war was all being run, because that would have happened then. Then people would have found out that Palpatine ran the war, and then he would have executed Order 66 anyway. I think he would have seen an all-out war that would have annihilated a lot of places. I think it would have been just like a – I think it would have been an amazing war, but after that, there wouldn't have been a recovery. Yeah, he, he, he very well would have you – know, could have been purged along with the rest of the Jedi. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, he was supposed to be this chosen one and all we see him is him complaining for the most part. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there was nothing that I remember seeing that was like, man, this guy really is the most most powerful Jay ever. If so, you watch the Clone Wars cartoon series, then you get a better sense of that. Yeah. Now, Marys, I didn't know you were a big Star Wars fan. Did you see the Rogue One trailer last night? Um, we've no seen, I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, like I mean, I saw bits and pieces of it, but I love like women's gymnastics. So, and I had an ultrasound this morning at nine o'clock. So, uh, okay. um, I watched like you know, like I just kind of fast forwarded through the Olympic through the commercials. I saw it, but I wasn't going to stop and rewind and watch it. They did it right before the last Michael Phelps race, I think. So yeah, it's it was, online. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's online too, but yeah, it's amazing. I think so, the, yeah, the, the I mean, Darth Vader cameo was kind of cut short. It was like yeah. very end. He was like, oh, he looked like now degree advanced uh, deodorant. Yeah, it's like he looked like dark helmet from Spaceballs. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who like is slack and has not watched the newest one. But you know, um, I was I did not see. I mean, I knew that Harrison Ford was kind of dumb with the series, but I still did not expect. I was like crying in the movie theater. I was not oh, expecting that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty rough. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it made. I, I kind of liked it because it made us like. You know, you kind of thought maybe there's going to be another redemption story, and it made sure we knew how bad Kylo Ren was. But it's still like, no, like, come on, like. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's still Han Solo, not you know what I mean. Like, you can't. Yeah. Grumpy sucks, grandpa see. hand. Yeah. All right, so here's another one. But this is from Alexis. She said, "What is the best story you have?" Uh, about either you or another teacher seeing a former student in public. For Mary, this would be the reverse of you seeing a teacher, you know, in public that you, used to be your teacher. So, Seth, you sounded like you had one for this when I mentioned it. Well, as far as a teacher, I don't know if you remember the old trumpet professor at UK, Terry Everson. Yeah. He was a little bit before our time, but when I went up to Boston for school uh, for a year he was the trumpet teacher there. So I guess it technically counts outside of school. I beat Terry Everson in a game of racquetball. (laughs) It was like so epic. And the last, I remember the last point that we had, I served the ball and we hit it back and forth and I hit it so hard and it hit him right in the back. 
And so the trumpet professor at Boston University was like laying on the ground. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty epic. You're a dick. I know. Right, no, right, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I have one. Um, so in seventh grade, I had this history teacher who um, – like my mom at like a parent teacher conference, you know, like what is it like the open house? That's what it was, yeah. you know, like right in the beginning of the school year or whatever. Anyways. So him and my mom got to talking about um, how my mom was on a dart league and how they played in Mount Pleasant every, you know, Thursday or whatever night day it was um, that they went out. And he was like, Oh, that sounds really cool. And he was, so my mom, uh, you know, told my history teacher, um, about the fact that they had the dart league um, that they would play on once a week. It was like a Thursday or Friday night or whatever. Um, and he was from Ohio. He was new to Cario. So he actually ended up joining one of the dart league, dart teams on the league. And um, it wasn't my mom's team. It was a different team that he ended up joining. And I was out, I just happened to be out with my mom one night when they were doing a luck of the draw. Because it was a, mostly it was like bars and like, you know, like a bar and grill, like dog and ducker like wild wingers, you know, places like that where like you could still go and have dinner with your family and everything. Anyways. So my mom and one of his, my mom and her best friend were out with their team and he like started hitting on like my mom's best friend and they actually like went on a couple of dates and everything. Um, so that was kind of weird. That's the weirdest experience probably was the fact that like I got to watch like his game in action. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Seth, you had one. Well, that was mine. I already told you mine. Wait, what? No, but you didn't yeah, tell. Yeah, he had the one, the trumpet player. Oh crap! Yeah, wow. Sorry. Nick doesn't even pay attention to me anymore. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I can't think of any time where I'm carrying ah. this thing around for the past ten months. Shut up, Seth. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I've had a few incidents where students have seen me buying action figures, and that's awkward. What were some of the like, times we saw Dale outside of outside oh, of school? Well, I remember like one time with with Dale, like, well, no, because it was always in school. I never really saw him. Other than school. other than the studio parties. Yeah, yeah. We could um, <laughs> we could t- talk about the time he fell into his pond. <laughs> That's technically outside of school. Now, Mary, when we're not podcasting, I'll have to like when we turn off the mic, I'll have to tell you a story about a teacher we both know that I cannot reveal <laughs> on okay. the podcast. But uh, as far as for me, I can't, I can't think of uh, anything that's like the weirdest time. Like, I've had kids see me buying action figures, and I'll just be like, "Don't judge me." And yeah, like, so your kids buy you action like buy action figures for you for like holiday gifts and exactly. for like teacher appreciation. So that doesn't count. Yeah. If, you're, if they are buying them for you, then that wouldn't be a weird experience if you they witness you buying them for yourself. Yeah. I had a former student once. I was I remember I was in Office Depot and I was mad because Marie Evans, former band director at Moultrie, she called me, it was Labor Day, and I was, like, working, and I didn't know this, but we had practice on Labor Day, which I didn't know, and I'm in Office Depot, and she goes, all right, well, I'll see you at 5 o'clock, and I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, we have practice today, and I yelled in the middle of Office Depot, you've got to be effing kidding me, 
And this kid who was who had just been in one of my eighth grade classes like sees me scream that just looks at me like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, look at him I know I kind of look at him. I was like, sorry, <laughs> like that. So I mean, I think that would be that might be it for me. I'm sure there's some students who've seen me humiliate myself at a Chinese buffet or something before. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, here's another one. This is from Lauren Ruopoli. Another body question. Oh, Lauren. Oh, is uh, this the scar one? Yeah. I have one right here. She goes, what is the weirdest scar you have and how did you get it? Mine, I had a, I had a mole in the middle of my chest. like, And it was weird growing up because it made it look like my pasty white chest was a face. Like I had the eyes for nipples, belly button for mouth, and the middle was a mole. Looks like I had a little face drawn. But this mole kept getting weirder. Like it wasn't a normal mole. It kept getting bumpier and weirder and grosser. My mom's freaking out because, like, you know, cancer runs really high in my dad's side of the family, especially. She's like, you got to get this thing removed. So, you know, I've never had any type of surgery before. And I go, and they're like, okay, we're going to remove this mole. And, they're talking me through it. And the doctor tells me, he's like, we're going to do a local anesthetic. I was like, what does that mean? Like, does, And I think I asked, I said, does that mean like the anesthetic is was made around here? Yeah, he <laughs> might, I was like, I was like 13. Okay. Was he powering like, up the chainsaw at this yeah, point? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like, no, no, it just means it's going to be in one area. So now that might hurt a little bit. My mom was holding my hand because I was nervous. Like, you take out this, this colossal needle. I'm like, what the heck is that? And they stick it into my chest, and I scream, and I watch as my skin and chest bubbles up. Yeah. Like, like I'm, like, inflating around that area and just scream, and then nothing. And I just watch them cut into my body for, like, you know, 45 minutes, fascinated. And then they were done, and now I've got this scar across my chest. That's it. It's one of my Ooh. favorite spots. Yep. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, what? Oh. <laughs> I mean, football and yeah, <laughs> chicks, chicks yeah. and beer. Ugh. What about you, Mary? Um, well, I don't, I actually don't have like any scars, like as lame as it sounds, like the scars that I have, I have like two scars and they're chicken pox scars. Yeah. I um, unless you count my tattoo, which is technically a scar. Um, okay, go with that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I have a tattoo of my grandma's name. Um, it's actually, her, it's in her handwriting. It's her first name from the visa that she had when she first moved to America from Germany. Um, and so I got that done on my birthday two years ago. So, and it's on my, what side is this of my body? My right side. What about you, Seth? Yeah, um, what's your, uh, your weirdest scar? Well, you know, Nick and I were thinking about getting matching C-section scars. <laughs> is that is that coming up for you? Are you going to go all natural? Or are you going to do the do the C section? Do you think? I don't think you have much of a choice if that happens. You can choose um, to have a C section. Yeah, I think you can, but um, I mean, I'd rather not. You know. Yeah, I think a lot of people would want to have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Hey, I don't. Your... I don't have. I'm trying to think of it. I, I don't have any like real scars. Like I, I have like a a burn kind of a burn scar on the top of my foot but i i had a i had a cyst removed from my ear oh a few years uh a few years ago yeah and i had no idea it was there until all of a sudden it felt like my ear had closed up like i could hear fine 
but oh. it just it felt like there was a blockage in my ear and so i i finally went in had it examined there's like uh when i was going to arizona state i went into the clinic and they said uh you got something in your ear and i was like well this is great i came to this clinic and this is the medical opinion i'm getting uh so uh they i had a ent go in and, and they did the whole needle thing right they put that local anesthetic in and I was just, I was sitting in this chair and the doctor's, you know, applying the, the needle. And all of a sudden I hear this pop, just this, uh. like in my ear. I'm like, doc, <laughs> uh, what's going on? Is I, some, something break? I thought he had broken the needle in my oh. ear. And he said, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I had a feeling that would happen when I started manipulating the cyst that uh, it would probably rupture. And so I guess it, it popped and some fun stuff came out and he took, I remember he was taking a blade. He took a blade and he was scooping out like with the blade. Oh, I remember uh, Scooping that. out the tissue of my ear. When I had that with my ear. Yeah. It's yeah. gross. And the, 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 the fun, the best part of it was after I was done, like they gave me the prescriptions for like the antibiotics and the happy pills and all that stuff. And they, so they put that little antibacterial wick in to let it heal from the from the bottom up yeah and so i was i went to a walmart and this was like so walmart i've never felt more part of the walmart crowd than standing in line at walmart uh to get my my medication this is about an hour after my surgery and this little trickle of blood starts coming out of my ear and running down the side of my face and this guy looks over at me and he goes sir Sir, you're 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 bleeding. And I looked over him. I said, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> I was just standing in line waiting. So I I guess that that may be my biggest scar. It's inside my ear. I think we might have caused Mary to throw up just now. Yeah, she got a craving for. No. So I. Sorry, I put stuff on mute because I don't know if you guys can hear them, but the dogs are like fighting with each other. They're like playing with yeah. each other and they're being obnoxious, I'm, like yelling at them. <laughs> so I don't want to yell at you. You know, I don't want to be like, hey, stop, get down from there. Stop eating your brother. You know, that's well, all language we understand. Like, yeah, I get yelled at like that all the time. So. Yeah. Um, this, I think I told you that I had a similar thing happen when they scooped out my ear when I got, you know, when I had my surgery last year. I had a surgery on a, on a Monday and I thought I could go back to school on Thursday. Like this is a two hour surgery. I didn't understand how anesthetic work or anything like that, like a heavy anesthetic. And so, you know, I spent the first two days feeling like I got kicked in the head and then Wednesday I was feeling better. So I thought I can go back to school Thursday and I tried to go back to school Thursday and it did not go well. Like it was really hurting. And I eventually, I went back and said, I'm so sorry. I think I need to go home. And like, even my kids were like, Mr. Ren, what is wrong with you today? You don't look. I was like, yeah, I just should have like, are you okay? And so I went home and I hadn't moved around a lot. So I guess that's what caused all the blood pumping. Because when I got home and laid down about 30 minutes later, blood just starts pouring out of my ear. And I'm like, what a missed opportunity. Like I could have been rehearsing the band and they played something wrong. And I'm like, look, look. 
at what you did. Like, I don't know. I think that would have been cool. Made my that would have been horrible. Like, those poor little middle schoolers would be scarred for a life. But I guarantee you they would have been, like, really aware of tuning, like, for the rest of their playing career. So. There's yeah. no such thing as middle schoolers being aware of tuning. Well, Until, like, maybe, like, eighth grade, that'd be, like, you know. But, like, sixth graders, no way. But that, that still would be cool if my ears started bleeding during class. Oh, I like, mean, well, so, kind of piggybacking off of that, I had my wisdom teeth taken out um, on New Year's Eve. Ooh, and I, so I thought that I'd be good to come back to work, like, on, like, the 4th or whatever. You know, it's like, oh, like, I'll have five days off. It'll be fine. Um well, like I said, like, you know, my job is literally to sit down and talk to people. So um, I couldn't talk because my mouth was so swollen. And so I ended up going to work and I couldn't even drive myself. Number one, that should have been red light. Number one should have been the fact that I couldn't even drive myself. That Jacob had to drive me to work yeah. because I was still on the painkillers. Number two was the fact that, like, I was talking to a patient. and He was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. He's like, I cannot understand what you're saying. And I was like, I'm talking clearly, like clear as day. I don't know why you're struggling to understand what I'm saying. And I got like super mad at him. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should go home. <laughs> you know, sorry, patient. Um, and then my boss was like, I don't even like it had snowed. That was the weekend that it snowed here. And so a ton of people. And it was like, I mean, it was like Charleston snow. So basically like ice at the ground. And so many people here have like called out and were like, oh, like we can't get out of our driveways. And like, it's not safe for us to drive on the ice. Blah, blah, blah. So like so many people called out. And so my boss, like, so I have two bosses. I have like a lead and a supervisor. And they both were like, we don't know why you came in today. Like we weren't expecting you to come in today. You didn't have to. And she was like, you know, they both were like, you just made everybody who did call out, like just look horrible. Because you came in with the ice and the snow and, you know, have I had all four of my wisdoms pulled. So that was awesome. Yeah, I, I, had, I had my wisdom teeth pulled too. And I, I, got, I got the happy pills. And I remember I came home and I laid down on the couch. And my mom, this is my junior year in high school, and my mom asked me, do you want, you want something cold? You want, you want me to make you a milkshake? I was like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds nice. And then uh, so she's making this milkshake, and she's asked me what I want in it. And I remember she asked me, do you want do you want some walnuts in it? I said, okay, sure. And so she gives me this milkshake. And so I'm fresh off the surgery, and I'm drinking this. In the, and after about a day or two, I feel this kind of like foul taste. I get this kind of foul taste in my mouth on the bottom left side and found out uh, after, after a week or so found out went went back into the dentist found out some of those walnuts had like gotten down into the socket of one of my wisdom yeah. teeth and it was so nasty they finally they gave me one of those little syringes to like clean it out and just this yeah. wash of foulness just bleh, came out Super gross. Yeah. I have one tooth that was like far enough like that had come above the surface where they could like actually have to have like a pit, you know, ready to clean it out. The other one, the other three were below. So they just took them out, pulled them out, and then they just put stitches in them. So I didn't even have to worry about it. But Jacob put um, chicken noodle soup in the blender and I like drank that. Wait, what? <laughs> That's what I ate. Yeah. He puts chicken noodle soup in the blender? Did that actually like 
go okay? Yeah, it worked and it tasted fine. I mean, well, I mean, I was like, you know, high on pain meds, but to me, it tasted fine for what I remember. <laughs> this oh. soup tastes uh, like codeine. What? <laughs> yeah, tastes like Vicodin. How's that? All right. Well, thank you for coming on and talking to us about your crazy pregnant stories. If anyone so. has ideas for Ben and Jerry pregnant woman uh, ice cream flavors, we would like to hear those. No, actually, we would like it if you told us to, but just know we're going to make it and take royalties. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, thanks for having me. I feel like I was kind of boring. I don't no. feel like I'm very. Any exciting pregnancy stories, even though we're almost towards the end here. Are you okay? You broke down crying in the middle of a grocery store because you found ice cream you wanted. Like, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And, and then I admitted to crying about Publix cake. <laughs> Publix cake is really good, though. Like, it's pretty amazing. Well, I forgot to mention that the best part about that was, you know, was that was about two or three weeks before we had gone home. So, at least, you know, I had a, I was looking forward to the cake, you know, like now, if that happened to me now, like I'd be screwed. Like we're not going, the next time we'll be in a near public is like in December for my brother-in-law's wedding. So like, I'd be super out of luck if that happened to me now. Are you moving back to Charleston at some point? The only way we would be moving back to Charleston would be if Jacob got a job teaching at the Citadel. Um, oh yeah, you told me that, yeah. But right now he actually got an offer to teach at West Point. So we might be moving to New York. That would be a little bit in the future. I think he still has a few things on his checklist. He wants to uh, get done career-wise before he accepts a, a professor, you know, a teaching job. Well, hopefully we can uh, podcast the the live birth of, ba- of baby Anakin <laughs> coming up soon. There you go. When is the rocket scheduled to launch? When it, When is the... Uh, September 28th is his due date, but oh. my granddad... My mom's dad turns um, 80 years old on the 21st, which is exactly a week before. Um, Mine's on the 17th. Mine's on the 17th. So if you really want to make it special, you can do it on my birthday. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not up to me. It's up to him. So, you know, you need to show him who's boss now. Like, this is where you establish dominance. Like, just start pushing. Okay. So in the ultrasound today, um, She's like looking at all his different body parts and, you know, making sure everything's growing to scale and everything's good. And so he likes to like push against the uh, right side of my rib cage, like those bottom ribs on my right side. And so I asked her, I was like, okay, so what body part is right there? Because he loves to like push up against them. Well, it turns out it's his big fat booty that he <laughs> likes to like, he, so he basically likes to like twerk into my rib cage. Nice. I'm like, child, <laughs> you know, like, we need to have a talk about your booty dancing in my rib cage. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. So, we'll put a we, we'll well. put a like a countdown to launch timer on the Rambling Beachcast website. Yeah. Until uh Yeah, we're now forty eight days or something. Hold on, I'll tell you guys. It's forty seven we're forty seven days out. And so. if you want if you want David Attenborough to narrate the the miracle of life, <laughs> we could probably arrange that to happen too. So, um, you know, we're talking about talking to the birthing people, the hospital people about like what you can and can't have in your room and people have music and stuff like that. And I told Jacob, I was like, I was like, yeah, we're totally just going to have like the, the Lion King soundtrack. There you go. <laughs> <The whole time. laughs> so no one can hear me screaming. <laughs> uh, 
Let's watch as the male stampedes in confusion, knocking over utensils. <laughs> I thought it was fun. All right. Well, I'm fading because I'm old. Right. I was at school I for eat 12 something. hours. Thanks for coming on. Sorry for the... Us pregnant women got to go get a, bu- a bucket of pickles, Nick. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it is. And they, we're usually back on. We usually get these things up a couple days later, so we'll let you know. Yeah. I mean, I kind of follow it because I usually ask the best questions. So You do usually. <laughs> Seth and I still am kind of that that cheese question still kind of bothers me. We got the kind of heated debate about that. Yeah. The one about if canned cheese is real cheese. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Oh is yeah, it, so I guess I can follow up on the. I I thought that we were going to be video chatting, so I even wore like my parachute shirt today and everything. I was like, okay, like I got to follow up with my fandom. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if people just listening to the podcast or they just listen on their future. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know Will personally. Um, I just met him at like meeting greets and stuff. Um, and the song White Dress just has always been an important song to me. Um, ever since I heard it, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to eventually one day I'm going to get these lyrics tattooed. And um, then it just so happened that I had the opportunity to meet him. And I had I asked him to write it on the So when you do like a VIP event like that, they always give you like a signed poster. Yeah. And, you know, they, they hang out with them. So um, I had him write the lyrics that I want, which is "Love's Right Behind You," on the back of the poster, so that I could get it done in his handwriting. And um, I told Jacob about it, and he was like, "You know, he was more caught up in the fact I think that it was a, you know, that it wasn't important to him, and he didn't understand, he didn't see where I was coming from." As you know, he was like, "That's a stupid. Why would you get a song lyric tattoo kind of thing?" More so than uh, like, oh it's in Will's handwriting but then when I said that it was going to be in Will's handwriting then he was like I don't like that because it's some other dude and da 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 but we ended up talking about it and I was like look like this is something that I wanted before we even like started dating or I even knew you so it's important to me and he was like okay yeah I get that and I was like you know and it just means more that I had the opportunity to meet this person who wrote the lyrics you know it's more about the fact that he writes them and sings them than the fact that it is like some other weird dude i was like if it was a girl i would have done the same thing if it was a taylor swift lyric like, i still would have wanted taylor swift to write it you know what i mean well, and, and he totally you're pregnant. you get to do what you want because you're pregnant i do what i want yeah <laughs> yeah like, well right why? i'm looking at dominoes right now. jacob's gone so <laughs> i'm like yeah. ordering dominoes there you there. go all right y'all well thanks for staying up i'm gonna crash and get ready to go back to school and prepare more for monday that's oh, our first yeah. day of students I, I start the week after. Of course, it's just private teaching, so I don't have to wake up at five five fifteen in the morning and go do bus duty. Ugh. Ew! Do you have to do that, Nick? Yes. Yes. I think I want to be a teacher. <laughs> I'd be a duty on the bus rather than do bus. There duty. you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. Nice, nice talking with you. Yeah. Good night.